News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, Gardaí have called for tasers as protection amid escalating violence in society. We're joined to discuss this by Brendan O'Connor, Vice President of the Garda Representative Association, and Pat Leahy, former Garda Assistant Commissioner. Pat Leahy, to you first. You don't believe Gardaí should be armed with tasers. Why? I don't, Shane, and I've heard that, I've held that view for some time. And while I fully understand why Brendan and his colleagues would be raising this as an issue, because you only have to look at the statistics over the last couple of years in terms of the assaults in Gardaí, I think we're going in the wrong direction to most other uh, countries. What you find with the taser is the taser has been welcomed in a lot of police forces across the world, but it's a de-escalation measure. They're trying to get away from using live ammunition. They want to get away from killing people, basically. And uh, the taser is a good option because it's uh, it's a good story at home in their own police uh, services to say that they're de-escalating their use of force uh, options, and this is a, a less le- lethal option for them. But here in Ireland, what we're doing is we're actually escalating when we think about taking on uh, the taser. And the taser is a quite violent means of uh, dealing with, uh, I suppose, violence from members of the public. And it has two ways of of being used. Uh, One of them is that you actually fire it from distance and the two uh, nodes hit the body and they create a circuit. And then you have a, a circuit going through the body and it hits the the uh, muscle structure in the body and demobilizes someone. And the other one is the hand held up against the body where you inflict pain to control a situation. Now, uh, while I think something has to be done, I think this is probably a step too far for us. And it's, we have unique status in the world of policing that the, the majority of uniformed members that you meet on the street, yeah. irrespective of where you come from in the world, they're going to be unarmed. And that is a huge state as far as, and the rest of the world would love to be there. Okay, I think okay. what we need to do, Shane, just, just before I finish, Shane, about yep. it, what we need to do is we need to look at the legislation protecting our members. If we want to maintain that status, that unarmed status internationally, which is the envy of the world, we need to change the legislation to protect our members from assault. And I think that's the way to go. Okay, Brendan O'Connor, um, Patley puts a pretty compelling argument against um, the use of tasers. Why should we have them, in your view? Well, as Pat alluded to, the, the statistics don't lie, and there's a, a huge escalation in the number of attacks on our members. So our primary focus as a representative body is to protect our members, and we believe that the tasers are an appropriate escalation, and Pat uses that word, an escalation. And we have seen that internationally the taser is widely available, and in, in, in many jurisdictions, um, <clears throat> while it's available to officers, it's actually, we, we often look to Scotland for leadership, and we see in Scotland where we have possibly a quarter of uniformed frontline officers are what's called STOs, specially trained officers, and while they carry taser and they arm it and they use it, the actual number of times that it's actually used is very, very few. And the international experience is actually that what, what, <clears throat> what police have got red dot when offenders see the red dot on their chest and know that there's a chance that they may be tasered, they often de-escalate and don't involve. So we have a situation in this country where we have either, we do have tasers, but they're only used by the armed support unit. So when we call upon them, particularly in rural locations, it can be a very long delayed response time. So we would look for them to be, tasers be available in more officers and trained and available locally. So currently we only have your standard guard with their, with their protective equipment that's a bat and handcuffs and then we might have a local detective with a firearm so nothing in between lethal okay. and a baton so we would see that as, as, as okay. a, how about a that, natural Pat, step How about that Pat Leahy? I fully understand where Brennan is coming from Shane 
But look, I think that the guards need to hand this over to our politicians and say, look, we have a unique status in the world of policing and you need to protect that status. And at the moment, that's not happening. We have specific legislation for the murder of a Garda, and we saw that very recently. 40 years is a sentence uh, for murder of a Garda, but we have nothing to protect the members from violent assaults. And the government have to step up here, and our politicians have to step up and say, look, if we want to maintain this status, which is the envy of the world, we need to change the legislation, and we need to mark, we need to communicate that to society and say, look, if you insist on uh, uh, being violent towards police and assaulting police, this is what happens. Brendan, how about and that? be definitive about it. Brendan, how about that? You, you, look, you, we need to maintain this enviable record we have of unarmed Gardaí, but the way to protect uh, on Garda Síochána is to really hit people with tough sentences via legislation. Well, that is something that we would certainly agree with, and we have called for time and time again, but when we saw when the, when the government and, and the minister in recent times has actually tended legislation, what he has done is he's increased the maximum sentence, but unfortunately in courts, judges very rarely impose the maximum sentence. So we would say mandatory sentence as an alternative, but at the end of the day, just as I've said, statistics, the violence that has been visited on our members, they're vulnerable to attack and they need protection. And of course, we would love to, to, to think that this isn't the situation. But as I said, we see the numbers okay. of attacks and also the members of the public we protect in domestic situations where we see the most homicides, a lot of homicides now are taking place in the domestic environment. So you've got uniform frontline guards attending those scenes where people have access to domestic Brendan, lives and things like that. We will leave it there. It's a fascinating debate and, and you, you both put a, a strong case. Um, let us know what you think uh, on this. My thanks to, to Brendan O'Connor, uh, Vice President of the GRA and Pat Leahy, former Garda Assistant uh, Garda Assistant Commissioner. A really interesting debate. That. Let us know what you think. WhatsApp us for free. 87 News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.